Hello and welcome to We Got a Podcast, a podcast about Dragon Ball from A to Z, from Earth to Namek to Sadala. We cover it all. My name is Randy. And I'm the second coming Doug. <laughs> we are the world's strongest under the heavens duo, here every other week to talk your ear off about fights, goofs, and everything else in the Dragon Ball cosmos. Doug, how are you doing? What's new with you? I'm doing good, man. I, I came back from uh, Vegas. I remember we talked about me going and how I did not look forward mm-hmm. to it. I was right. <laughs> it was not a great time. It was a bunch of nightclubs that I don't like going to and a lot of money, which I don't have. Oh. And it's just all gone. And I'm like, why am I spending hundreds and thousands of dollars when I could be at home watching the new Evangelion movie? Yeah, that's true. Man, that is a bummer. I'm sorry that it didn't work <laughs> out for you. Yeah, it was. And then I got home and my AC was out at, at my house. And oh. so I had to go another week of just pure 80 to 90 degree weather in my house. It, it was uh, utter hell, man. But luckily, my uh, my roommate friend, he he, he got me like a, a fan. I, mm-hmm. I had that thing just blasting in my face all all day round <laughs> well you've also got me i'm a fan yeah you're a big fan that's right i mean i'm not blasting your face uh, as far God. as i know <laughs> no i'm not giving you that green light okay well thank you <laughs> do not misconstrued <laughs> my words randy <laughs> one of these days i'm gonna catch you and you're gonna be like oh you got me I don't want you blasting anything near my face, ever. What if it's, uh, I'm blasting uh, hot drawings of Android 18 and Bulma and Chi-Chi at you? Yeah, that, that'll be fine. You know, just just keep the okay. blasting at a minimum. But uh, yeah, okay, speaking yeah, of the yeah, blast yeah. thing, how, is, how are you doing? How was your week? Uh, I'm doing all right. The week's been all right. Um, what's uh, big news? Oh, I got my pre-order in for that big old Evangelion Blu-ray set. So, that's oh, great. is there a? I don't, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about that. What is oh. special about that? Well, it's uh, well the first time the Blu-rays are coming out here in the U.S. Uh, they put out pre-orders for uh, I believe five thousand units uh, for the TV series and the original movies, not the rebuild ones. Right. It's like a three hundred dollars set with like a whole bunch of art and like some extras stuff here and that there. Seems about right for how iconic the show is. Yeah, three hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe maybe my 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 thought process of money is just so misconstrued after coming back from Vegas. I don't know what value is anymore. Yeah. 300 bucks sounds super cheap <laughs> to me now. <laughs> it is, you know, on the spendy side, but Evangelion is something that is near and dear to my heart. And I had told my husband years ago that if they announce a Blu-ray with like any huge special edition, no matter the cost, I'm buying it because I love it. And exactly. He's like, All right, go for it. So the day <laughs> came and we did it. It's sold out in like less than 24 hours here in the U.S. So nice. I mean, if you do the math, $300 times 5,000 sets, that is $1.5 million. But uh, damn, you know. Was there any like um like preview clips of it or anything to to make sure it's not a crappy Blu-ray release like the thirtieth <laughs> Dragon Ball anniversary set? No, but luckily it's being handled by G Kids and they know what they're doing. They've been putting out all of oh, okay. the Ghibli films and a whole bunch of other stuff over the you know past few years. So they are they are trusted and revered. Cool. And yeah, as so. long as it's not in Funimation's hands, then that's <laughs> yeah promising. The only bummer is that uh, it won't include Fly Me to the Moon anywhere because of licensing yeah, issues. Yeah, I heard about but that too that sucks like i i think i've gotten more used to not hearing it though but like when i when I, it was very jarring the first time watching on netflix again mm-hmm. and not hearing fly me to the moon just hearing like a generic i don't know sad tone at the end of the 
episode was yeah. like so disappointing. Yeah. I immediately like I immediately X out of Netflix and went into my digital version that I downloaded of the show <laughs> just for the ending of it. But Yep. Yeah. I mean I get it. It's one yeah. an iconic song. Two rights weren't worked out for Blu-ray and streaming back in the nineties. And also yeah. It's not just one song. There's 25 different versions by multiple different artists. So you're not licensing one song. You're licensing 25 of them and dealing with, yeah. you know, yeah. nearly as much artists. So that's a nightmare and the cost would be astronomical. So, you know. They're making so much money, though. It's Evangelion. Though. <laughs> they have the money. Yeah. They just didn't bother. The time, I think, would be even worse. You know, I'm sure they tried their best and it is what it is. But yeah. Yeah. I've watched the series like five or six times. I still have no idea what the hell is going on in that show. But <laughs> I'm actually in the know, middle so I, of a new rewatch. Like so. back to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually in the middle of a new rewatch, which is good. I just started... I finished episode four last night, so I'm mm-hmm. getting there. It's good. And then I'm going to rewatch the Rebuild movies again. Um, nice. One, two, three, and four. And this time I'll watch it all with the Amazon dubs. So we'll see how that goes. Nice, nice. Yeah, a new way to watch it. Exactly. And also, I don't have to be keeping 100% of my attention to it because it'll be easy watching without having to read subtitles. But I True. love, love the Japanese cast. So it's tough sometimes to be like, oh man, I miss Megumi Hayashibara here. And like, ah, it's just so tough. Yeah. But it's not going anywhere. And no. Yeah. It's a new way to experience the show. Exactly. But but we're not here to talk about Evangelion, even though we could, because uh, I love it I so much. We were, yeah. <laughs> it's about to turn into an Evangelion podcast. I, I watched hours of videos explaining the series, and I still didn't gain a single <laughs> ounce of knowledge from it still. But Well, yeah. you and I should watch it sometime, and we could talk about it. Actually, <laughs> really quick, one other thing before we jump into the show, and this is, uh, I'm, I'm going to tease something here. I got on a Discord call with my old buddy Jared Sajowski, back from when we both worked at OpRainfall.com. We used to do a podcast where we would talk about video games and anime. Uh, He's also huge into Evangelion. So after the fourth movie came Mm -hmm. out, we did like a two-hour voice call, just the two of us talking. And... um, I had nice. I had learned that uh, you know he he's big into that and I had asked him have you ever seen a little show called Revolutionary Girl Utena and he's like I know about it but I've never seen it and I'm like okay well it's basically Evangelion but also like a little bit of Sailor Moon sprinkled in it is so so good wow. um, so what's gonna happen <laughs> and this is his idea not mine we are going to watch the series through together. And then we are going to record a podcast about every five or so episodes going over <laughs> yeah. it. So it'll be a limited run thing. Uh, we haven't started yet. We're starting next month. Uh, so keep your eyes open for that. I'll make sure to share that with everybody and, and stuff like that. Uh, I'm really excited. Man. I love that voice show. is just everywhere. It's going to be, gonna be Randy, <laughs> Randy-topia yeah. up in here. Awesome. That's what the people are calling for. They want more of my sultry, dulcet tones. <laughs> That's what my mom says, yeah. Oh, really? Well, hmm. yeah, specifically about you. Yeah, Who knew? yeah, yeah. Well, your mom's weird because a- I never, I never mentioned you, so I don't know how she's like. Oh my god, Randy. Yeah, <laughs> saber, saber, saber breaker on Twitter. Yeah, what mom? <laughs> <laughs> she's a big fan. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, let yeah, let's talk uh, about what we're here to talk about, Doug. And do you know what Dragon that is? Dragon Ball. Uh, yeah, it's the second coming or. The Dangerous Duo, Super Warriors Can't Rest. Yeah, that's right. DBZ Movie 10. We made it yeah, to the yeah, double digits. Broly. More Broly. We can't stop. <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. So They keep trying. They keep trying. So what is this movie about? Doug, do you want to tell the fine people what the movie's about? Dude, I 
couldn't even tell you. Do you, do you, do you, want, do you want me to tell you what I think it's about, or do you want me to read the actual synopsis? <laughs> that was actually that we have leading you into reading the synopsis. If you want oh, to know, so kind. <laughs> but I, I'm wondering if you want me to tell you because I can't tell you shit. There's some kind of like guy who's. I don't know. Let me read this fucking synopsis. Let's do it. Goten, Trunks, and Videl are searching for the Dragon Balls when a spaceship crashes to Earth. What? I thought it crashed seven years ago. Anyway, they investigate and find Broly, who mistakes the young Goten for Kakarot's. As the battle ensues, Gohan arrives and joins in. Will the brothers be able to save the Earth without the help of their father? Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> we'll just have to see, won't we? And <laughs> we saw. And no. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for context, this movie came out uh, March 12th, 1994, which came out uh, just a few days after episode 220 of Dragon Ball Z, in which uh, Goku and crew go with Kaioshin to follow Yamu and Spopovich and observe them delivering the energy to Babidi and learning okay. about that whole thing. So kind of early side of the whole Boo saga. Yeah, exactly. Which so. makes sense with the animation and where the characters are aged at right now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's about where they're at. Uh, this movie is directed by Shigeyasu Yamauchi. Uh, if you have been listening along, that name should be familiar to you. He was also the director of Movie Eight. So clearly, I'm this in dude... the podcast and doesn't sound familiar, <laughs> familiar to me. <laughs> this dude loves Broly, I guess. So here he is. I'm, not, I'm not good with names though, but yeah, he was, he did Movie Eight, right? Yeah, exactly. So he has helmed nice. two really good looking films. Yeah, that's for sure. So uh, let's just get into it, man. Uh, so our movie starts. Uh, Broly, he has survived and he lands on Earth uh, before being frozen in the middle of a, of a storm. What do you think about him yeah. being back? Uh, I'm fine with him being back. I just don't think I like that they did nothing with him. Like, it's just seven years he's frozen in in the ice or whatever. And the, and the, the village, something about the village that, that, they, that Goten Trunks and Videl visit, mm-hmm. like the weather's fucked up because of Broly. That doesn't yeah. really make sense. It's just kind of thrown in there. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Uh, but the reason no. why our new trio here, which is, is fun, there's the three characters that we've never yeah. seen in a movie before. Yeah, it's super great. They are here to search for the Dragon Balls. I believe uh, Trunks is looking for... Wanting to wish for an amusement park that he can go to, Goten wants a land full of cake and, and candy and things like that that he can never finish eating. I don't... Yeah, child childish stuff, but... Yeah. I don't think we ever hear what Videl wants out of all this. Why is she tagging along? She's probably just the babysitter. Yeah, exactly. These kids need to have some <laughs> sort of adultish supervision, so Videl will be there to help them out, I guess. Just because they're super strong doesn't mean they don't need adult supervision. <laughs> That's very true. Or like a, a slapping or two, as uh, Goten points out. I got slapped, but Trunks didn't get slapped. Why? <laughs> so they've they've collected six of the seven so far, and they decide to chill at this one weird cult village. Yeah. So this village, like like we said during the watching, like it doesn't come up ever again, and it almost feels like there's no point to this village. You know? Right. It feels very. Like setting up to something bigger, and then it just kind of gets thrown away entirely. So yeah, so like because they even do the the village a favor by dispelling the di- like killing the dinosaur that was causing what they thought was causing a ruckus for the village, just so that they can get the Dragon Ball that the that the guy was wearing. But it turns out not even mm-hmm. a Dragon Ball, so it doesn't even matter. It doesn't affect the plot at all yeah and also it just feels like it was a setup to we got to make goten cry somehow well let's work <laughs> let's try to figure this out why would they be in the middle yeah. of nowhere uh well, that's what, what it, if that's what it kind of feels like 
Yeah, what if they were bait for this monster that had food? And of course, Goten, he liked food. Uh, reach for <laughs> uh, some food. Videl slaps him and he gets upset because Trunks took some, but he didn't get slapped. And this is unfair. And yeah, um, it's, it's, it's this, this moment where like their kid, their, their kiddiness like shows. And I, I think it's fun. Like it's it's very to character and gives him a little personality, especially Goten, who desperately needs character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was going to say that Goten is a nothing character. There's nothing to him, but I've always loved the guy i mean i dressed mm-hmm. as goten for halloween in sixth grade because i'm that cool of a kid really <laughs> yeah and my buddy like zach the long blue sleeves yep you know it and my buddy zach was trunks and of course we perfected the uh fusion dance fusion dance so it was nice. great luckily That's i already awesome, had actually. lightish hair so i just spiked it up and i was a super saiyan he had <laughs> curly brown hair so then he used some sort of hair spray dye to get his to be nice. blonde oh man kids were we're great man yeah the old times are good but yeah Shit, uh, let's, do that. Let's, let's do that now hell yeah <laughs> i'll probably instead i'll cosplay as fat gogeta i feel like that's kind of the yeah, way to go yeah we just both do that <laughs> <laughs> i'll be fat goteng she'll be fat gogeta hell yeah we figured it out oh man i guess now is the point where they have broly come back and they kind of explain how he survived in that there's just, there just a random convenient space pod that uh, was on planet Vegeta that he presumably took. But <laughs> it, I mean, I, I guess maybe there were two, because how else would Broly and his father have gotten to that fake planet Vegeta? Uh, Broly would fly them there when he just turns in, on his space bubble and just flies through the well, cosmos. I mean, then there would be, no, be no reason for there to be a single space pod there. That's there's, true. There's, there's either two space pods or no space pods, you know? Yeah, so, that's fair. Broly crushed the one Paragus was in, and then there must have been one that he actually came in mm. as well. Still, it also him surviving the punch and exploding, and then being on the planet exploded by a comet. Like I know that he survived an exploding planet before, but like, yeah, man, it just feels super I would contrived. Been, I would have been fine if they had no explanation for him surviving. If like the first moment that we see Broly was when uh, Videl like walks up and sees like this weird figure in the fog which is so cool like, looking which just looks awesome it's an awesome shot i wish that was the first time we've seen broly that'd be like that would have had us asking questions like the same questions instead of like the movie kind of trying to trying to give us an answer but not really mm-hmm. so sometimes no answer is better than a crappy answer yeah keep it mysterious and like keep the the uh yeah it's, audience it's not in. very un- exactly it's not very uncommon for villains to pop up again and like how are you back like oh well we just kind of gloss over that which is fine yeah for, for, for them to be like no he's been frozen here for seven years right no it's kind of lame um speaking of lame i know that we talked about this while we were watching but i want to bring it up i felt that it was kind of a bummer that the monster that had been terrorizing the town was actually just a dinosaur i wanted it to be like broly stumbles out every once in a while when he's hungry and then they give him a you know some sort of uh food yeah. gift and then he'll... i feel like that's something that the new broly would would be doing you know because he's i guess gentle at heart so it's only because Kakarot's crying kind of triggers him in this movie, in the in the, these movies, that right. awakens his anger. But yeah, it would have been cool to see like a, a more calm Broly. Yeah, at least that would have been, if they were going to go with giving us, trying to give us an answer, that would have been a great way to do it. Right. Or even if they wanted to still be, oh, it's a monster. And I mean, like, Broly is already just like a psychopathic killer in this. And 
all that. But like, if he like a monster comes down every full moon and takes our stuff, and he's huge, like, oh, yeah. okay, so he's transforming into an Ozaru, and then they, you know, maybe he actually just destroy everything. And that would be cool in like in theory, but I think that would mess with with the continuity of this series. How um, in the aspect that like they send babies down to planets to destroy them as Ozarus. Yeah, that's so, true. In theory, like this adult Broly as an Ozaru, even mindless, would destroy the whole planet. Yeah. Not just like a small part of a village or mountain or whatever. Well, maybe he's weak from getting exploded real good. Yeah. Not enough nourishment from the seven years of barely any food. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. we could come up with ideas, but eh, that's just how I felt. Like, just to help tie they it certainly in. certainly didn't come up with ideas. Yeah. Just to tie it into that beginning part of the movie where... It's yeah. like, why are we even here? It's give us purpose to the village too. Like they could have done more than that. Yep, it's just weird. This is I'm kind of jumping all over. I'm just going by what my notes here as we were watching the movie, um, and I I wrote here. Can we just come out and say it that Yuko Minaguchi is fucking precious? And yeah, Videl Videl yeah. slash Pan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her voice is so cute. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. <laughs> he brought up like, oh, it's weird, you know, not or not weird, but you know, she also plays. Uh, Pan as well, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, thank God they had a girl instead of a boy. Otherwise, Masako Nozawa would have to voice <laughs> another Nozawa. character. Another character. That's probably like why she signed up for GT. Like, I'll do this GT <laughs> as long as the. Oh no, wait. Pan was already a thing in Z. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I mean, <laughs> who knows? They do recast. Sometimes it. you forget. Well, yeah. the thing was for me is I didn't know um, because I, when I only time I watched GT was in English back when it aired on TV. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know until much later on that she voices both. Videl and Pan, so that was a cool, right? You no know, continuity. Yeah. Um. So I guess the fight has started in earnest here, and it's kind of goofiness of like the kids fighting Broly and uh, being goofy, mooning him, and, and that's other the such rest things. of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a big fight where our heroes get their ass kicked. Big fight, you say? Yeah, well, yeah. I should just play the ending theme song to this movie in here, which is Big Fight, but... <laughs> big Fight! <laughs> and it sucks By good that... old Hironobu. Oh, yeah. It sucks that uh, Videl is just kind of out of commission this whole time, and I know that she's out of her depth when it comes to fighting yeah. people like this, but, like, I don't know. But then, give her something to do. Like, in, like in the previous Broly movie, they kind of gave, like, the lesser gang a mystery to solve. Have her look for the last Dragon Ball while they're fighting instead yeah. of having the kids stumble across it mid-fight, you know? Or, like, ha- have her protect the village in some aspect Ooh. or do something with the village. They have a village there that they just wasted. Evacuate the village. Get all the Evacuate people out the of there. Evacuate the village. Yeah, or, like, they have some kind of, like, mystery to solve themselves. Something, you know? Right. Like, yeah. It would, like, you what, know, what, what kind of surprises me was, um like, um I started reading the Harry Potter books for the first time because oh. I love the movie so much. Yeah. Um, that I, you, you come to realize, oh, every movie, every book is just a mystery. Like, every single oh, one. Oh, yeah. And, like, so it's it's not, like, bad to reuse, to make Dragon Ball Z movies, like, each one have a mystery. It's like, oh, another kind of mystery movie? No, it's like, you can kind of disguise that and just, like, a good story. But, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, our previous movie, movie number nine, was an all-out action movie, which was great. So, break it up. Have this one be a bit of a mystery. Exactly, yeah. And especially because we had a couple of them going on in movie eight, you know, kind of revisit that and, you know keep some some mystery some some intrigue for the audience yeah i feel like they really try with movie eight and then movie 10 they're like nah screw it people just like the fights yeah we're just gonna do that 
Whatever, yeah. man. Um, so yeah, the kids are fighting. They find a Dragon Ball. Gohan is flying over the ocean randomly in his training key, and he's like, "Oh shit, that's a key I don't like. I'm gonna go <laughs> see what's up with that." Yeah, that's that's weird. And then yeah, but I, like I was telling you, I wish he wasn't his like um, his school uh, boy outfit. Yeah, like that would have been that would have been cool to see that outfit like tattered up and damaged. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. As opposed to just getting another one with the training gi. I was going to say, maybe have him on his way home from school, but then, like, what is uh, Videl doing? <laughs> you know, she would have been in class, too, but... That's true. Oh. She's, yeah, I guess she's kind of in her, like, get-up, too. Maybe they were training. I don't know. But either way, like, because uh, it reminds me of um, Gohan wearing his great Saiyan outfit for the tournament. Mm-hmm. And then, but by the, by the end of that day, or whatever, like, when he's fighting Dabra, it's, it looks like a whole new outfit, even though it is yeah. just the great Saiyan outfit underneath all that. And it looks so cool, just him in that green outfit with the black, uh, oh, yeah, by the end of it, he's just in that black latex. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. as you're losing layers, it becomes its own new thing. Exactly. I want that, but for, like, his school outfit that would have been so cool to see this oh. would have been the only chance for us to see that man i should draw his school outfit with like without the vest and like i don't know with like or the, tattered up you know yeah, yeah. have the the him, orange him ripping off his vest yeah him ripping off his vest the way goku drips off his uh orange top layer gi mm-hmm. i have him like sometimes you know have like the bottom half of his orange slacks blasted off so now they're like shorts <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just uh, I'm just getting memories of I'm getting memories of kid kid Goku with oh, like no. <laughs> his like his dick exposed and that's it. But he still has like the bottom half of the pants, right? And the top part of the pants. It's just an unsettling <laughs> view. Yeah, Ooh, boy. Not 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 because his dick's flapping out, but it's just the I bottom part of the pants. I can't look at anything else because I'm just like, oh yeah, man. It's like it's like it's making this laser focus on that because of the <laughs> <laughs> that's the only part that's naked, basically. Right. Oh man. I have here in my notes that you brought up. Is Broly just evil trunks? Yeah, yeah. Because we were looking at him and like we were like gushing about how awesome he looks in his. I guess Super Saiyan one form, like not not Berserk or whatever, not mm-hmm. legendary. And then we were saying like because the original Broly idea of him bulked up and Berserk was taken off of Trunks when he went like Super Saiyan Grade two or whatever that's called, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, maybe this is just like evil Trunks, right? It is uh, the answer. It's the Tullus answer to Trunks, where it's like, what if Trunks was evil? You know, he's yeah. tall, he's got the long hair, he looks very yeah, he's pretty. Got the, the hair, yeah, he's so cool. He looks so awesome. And yeah, what if he was just always scowling? You know, what if he was had, was pained <laughs> the whole time? I don't know. Just yeah. a little thing that we had talked about there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we had talked about this movie could do with some more mystery. I felt like there was this scene where Trunks was hiding behind the waterfall as, like, Broly is, like, investigating all of them. That should have mm-hmm. should have had some more tension there. I'm not sure if music would have been a good way, or if like you could hear some sounds out there as he's like getting closer. I yeah. I, I just thought back to movie one, uh, the Dead Zone, where it we're thrown into the dark and Piccolo and Goku are just like getting stomped on by Garlic Junior, who's just yeah stomping through the hallway and stuff, just like oh, it's unsettling and creepy. Yeah, yeah, just little things. That'd have been cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gohan finally lands after uh, coming to aid the fight. And I feel like the way he's written in this movie is very, like, Koyama Goku, where it's, oh, it's a serious thing, and I'm here to deal with the serious business. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, he has to take up the, the, the father role now Does that he? Goku's out of the picture. Does he have yeah, to? Yeah, because now he has a little brother now. If, if there was no Goten involved, maybe he wouldn't have to, but he's the man of the house now, essentially, so he has to take up that role. 
That's true. And I do really like that scene where uh, he gets into the fight, Broly throws a blast at him, but oop, it sinks right down and it's going for his little brother and Trunks yeah. and Videl, and he just goes full blast into it. He was terrified of that thing as it was coming after him, but seeing it going after his own family and friends, he yeah, throws he himself in front of it. Could. Yeah, and, and like he's like, like going like supersonic speed, like like uh, teleporting, not yeah. teleporting, you know, like that just that, that, that effect. Yeah, that, that look, he just chung 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 chung, like it's so good. Like he's desperately trying to get there as fast as he can, and it, you just feel that moment. Yeah, it's so great. So I love so that good. scene so much. Um, um, but I want to talk about like uh, Broly before uh, Gohan gets there. Like Trunks and Goten are kind of like fighting him, not doing a great job, but they mm-hmm. do get some shots in him. I, I wish they kind of um, nailed it harder that Broly has a weak spot. In where Goku punched him in the first oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Because he's still so, like, got, the, like, like, battle damage on his, like, chest and stomach and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I thought it was, like, hair. Like, he got, <laughs> he's been frozen seven years. And I wish. That's yeah, but, like, it would have made it, like, oh, Trunks and Goten aren't necessarily that, sh- that strong. But, like, so when they punch him in the face, Broly feels nothing. But when they hit him in that weak spot where Goku punched him, then he gets a little, like, he gets, like, stepped back a little bit. He gets, mm-hmm. like, hit back a little bit, you know? Like, they could have nailed that home a little harder, I feel yeah. like. I wish that they would have done that, because that would have added some, ah, uh, I don't know, like the kids actually trying to do something rather than just yeah. being and a lot completely less, like, power, ineffective. A lot, a lot less power debates were like, oh, Ghosts and Trunks aren't that strong enough to go against Broly. Right. But it's like, oh, he has that weakness in his chest that when they hit that part, it, it makes sense, you know? Yeah. Uh, can I speak to some power debate here and ask you to have this debate with me yeah I, um, yeah i mean even during the movie we're like let's talk about power debate a little bit <laughs> <laughs> well i specifically want to ask what form is gohan in in this fight oh definitely one okay cool so we don't actually having a debate because i also feel he's definitely in one in that yeah. he is not completely stomping broly and also he has trouble obtaining that form after like the cell arc like I don't yeah, believe he, he hasn't been yeah. training. He's not he's not been training consistently to try try and tap into how to unlock it at the drop of a hat. It only comes out when he's like super angry and like mm-hmm. s- like something dangerous is about to happen or whatever. But yeah, because I believe the first time he does it after that arc is in at the tournament where he you know does it at Spopovich. Yeah, like, it's at Kibito's request, I think. But it's yeah, Kibito's just... request to like unlock it and like yeah, I mean, I guess that makes that makes it so that he can kind of he can access it's it. It's still a struggle because he's really got to dig deep. There's more fanfare to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, not, not that I put it that way. I mean, the whole danger was him trying to protect Goten Trunks of Adele, but I don't know. It, I, I didn't, it doesn't feel, ne- it does not feel necessary for him to go Super Saiyan 2 in this moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, of course it does to kill Broly, but like for story plot wise, it doesn't seem necessary. Yeah. And it also, I feel like it would have thrown things off like, oh, well, I mean, now he'll just win because that's a whole exactly. new level above everything. Exactly. The story just needed to get to the point where they're still struggling until Goku shows up. Yeah. To do the final hit. And it would have been like the strongest form we knew of at the time. I mean, in the manga, I'm not sure at what point they were here where if Goku had already gone three against Boo, but also Goku's not around all the time. Uh, for yeah. That, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the, the fight kind of unwinds from there. We've got the Dragon Balls, which are finally working as they get into this big dream struggle <laughs> with Broly. Trunks pees on Broly. Oh, we forgot the peeing. It's not Dragon Ball unless somebody <laughs> pees on something. I can never forget that. Like, I remember, like, as a kid, like, looking up clips of Dragon Ball, and it's like, Trunks pees on Broly was the title of it. I'm like, that's not a kink of mine, <laughs> but how can I not I have check to this know. out? Is, is this real? Yeah, what is this? And <laughs> sure enough, straight up, 
He just pees on him. <laughs> I mean, Goten also pees on some rocks, so there's plenty of uh, urine <laughs> happening in this it's movie. It's like a raw, raw movie. I feel like watching it as a kid, uh, like just through clips, I'm like, this movie is like super raw. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of rough fights and there's lots of um, water sports. I think if that's what you're into. Because of the kids and everything. Because, like, you know, Trunks even flips Broly the bird. Mm-hmm. spanks his ass at him all this kind of stuff it's yeah it's They're just pushing kids it. being kids yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh so i mean that's kind of like the end of the movie here is the big beam struggle and the dragon balls coming out goten wishing that they could have some help and goku descends from heaven to help them in this <laughs> whole yeah. thing a la movie nine <laughs> yeah exactly although that we're left to <laughs> wonder was it just an illusion they were seeing is it yeah. the dragon balls answering a wish even though shenlong didn't come out or anything of the sort hmm. and it just comes out to like i don't care <laughs> it doesn't it, matter it, it looked cool that's all <laughs> yeah that's all that mattered although i think trunks got the shaft in this movie because like he could have at least helped in this fight. I don't know. It could have been like a Vegeta thing of like blasting Broly from the back. So, um, no, he did. He he stopped Broly from making the his big blast explode and like finish the fight. Oh, Trunks, yeah. Trunks threw through the little blast, which then Broly shot shoots at by accident and ends up blocking yeah, that's those right. little blasts. I forgot about that. I thought he had just thrown it and it fell short, you know, like he didn't throw it hard enough. He's like, ah, oh, man, I screwed up. No, no. Which, I mean, it doesn't make any sense how Trunks' blast stopped three of those of Broly's <laughs> blasts when when one of those blasts turned into that jump ginormous one that True. Goten and Trunks are, uh, Goten and Gohan are currently <laughs> battling against. Yeah. But whatever. It is, it's it's all fun and games. It's just a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's pretty much it for that. Yeah. You know, so this movie looks beautiful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I forgot to mention that. It's just oh, so great. It's like Boo Arc art uh, at its at its peak. And there's no bad shots. You know, sometimes you get some yeah. some stinkers. No, this one again, firing on all sil- cylinders consistently. Yeah, um, I added some questions here at the end that I feel like would probably be good just to cap off the discussion. Uh, what did we like about this movie? What are some good points that uh, we thought it, it did well on or makes it worth your watch? Okay, well, I mean, I, I want to say Goten and Trunks, but I don't know. It They kind of cro- almost cross the line of annoying at a certain point. Mm. Um, I got to say, w- when Krillin shows up, even for like, those five seconds when he saves him in, in Piccolo's outfit. Oh, yeah. That was definitely a highlight. Oh, we, well, I like the... We were talking about how Gohan used his intellect to like figure out a way to, to kill Broly through the lava. Yeah. He was gonna like kinda like dive in and have Broly follow him and then have the lava in- encompass him and kill him that way. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really clever. Uh and it speaks to Gohan's character. Like we, and we were talking about how Goku kind of does something similar with Frieza and his like uh, f- uh frisbees, his Kienzan mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. I forget what they're actually called, but like he 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 tricks Frieza into slicing himself. Um but I feel like Goku would not have thought of the lava idea. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It speaks very much to Gohan and his abilities and what he brings to the table. And that he, scholar level mm-hmm. <laughs> brain. <laughs> and yeah, seeing uh, Krillin in that outfit. Everybody looks good in Piccolo's outfit. Everybody should be in I, Piccolo's outfit. Yeah. I want to see Videl in that outfit. Like you were saying, oh, Videl should have rescued him. Like, yeah, Videl in Piccolo's outfit, maybe. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. The Krillin one makes more sense. The Videl one would have made no sense at right. all. <laughs> um, 
I we know we had said this movie is gorgeous. That's definitely something. I like this movie because of its non-traditional main cast. I mean, we are this is our first mm-hmm. movie with Goten and Trunks and Videl, and we're going to them as bankable, you know, stars for this movie, which yeah. is really rad. Yeah. No Goku, no Vegeta. I don't Vegeta. know if it worked or not, but yeah. it's definitely definitely new and interesting. Hell. Yeah, I like that. What didn't we like, though? Give me a reason why this movie is bad. Oh, just the whole village part. Oh, yeah. That took up, like, 15 minutes of nothingness that led nowhere. (laughs) And, I mean, how there was no plot, basically, in this movie at all. Like, like 70% of this movie was just the one battle of them getting their asses kicked. So Yeah, the beginning not tying in, not great. Broly only had, like, two lines. He had one actual line, and otherwise it was just grunts and kakaroto the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he's lost all character personality in this movie, whereas he had some in the first and a lot in the new Broly movie. Yep. None whatsoever in this well, one. Well, I guess we'll strap in for the next movie where he has oh even less to right. say. Oh my god, you're right. That means he has some character in this one then compared <laughs> to Bio Broly. That's true. Ugh, man. Oh my god. Uh, well, cool. Well, then let's take a quick break and let's hear what other everybody else had to say. Sounds good. All right. Alright, we are back and we are here to listen to what you guys had to say about uh, this is our Movie second time. <laughs> We've come once before and we're gonna come again. <laughs> oh for, no. For your opinions. That's what we we came back to <laughs> for those opinions. What? Sure thing. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we've got uh, some doozies here. So uh first up is from at uh Skefferton Licorice at Living Zombie Double O says, uh, Not much to say here. Not a fan of Goten or Kid Trunks, but the Brothers Kamehameha is alright. Definitely not the worst Broly movie, but it's definitely not the best either. The beginning of <laughs> the end, much. as far as the Broly <laughs> oversaturation goes. Yeah, very, very true. Yeah, like like I was saying, like I, I wish I could like Goten and Trunks in this, but they, they really cross that line of annoying. They overstay their welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eh, having a larger cast might have been better for that, maybe. Yeah. Like, the first Broly movie had, what, five characters going up against Broly, whereas this one is just Goten and Trunks, and then they're out, and then it's just Gohan. Yeah. Um, I mean, Krillin shows up and does nothing, really, but... Yeah. I think even Videl, but if you're talking about someone who gets the shaft, it's Videl. Yeah, completely. I think maybe if we were children, we might feel better about Goten and Trunks. I mean, that is the target demo, not demographic thirty some year yeah. old men like us. But and they act like children, so it's it's so appropriate. But, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, Oak Tree uh, at JoJo uh, Drama CDs says overall, I think it's just okay. Not bad, not great, just okay. Movie ten. All of the Broly movies really have some of my favorite Nozawa performances, though, so I'll always love them. Yeah, I forgot to say it. Like, when Goku does show up uh, and he's, like, trying to encourage Gohan and Goten to, to, you know, use their full power or whatever, he says a line. I forget what it is, but, like, you feel the visceralness in in Nozawa's voice. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? It's, it's one of the lines that Goku says... He has like three lines, so it's like the second one. Yeah, but she says it like she says it like so angrily, and like I've never heard her talk like that before. It was so great. Right? Can you really ins- tr- can you insert that clip? Can I make a request <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah. for you to insert? I'll put that so, in. you know, so they can hear what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put that in right here.
Yeah, yeah, that one. Hell yeah, that was great. It is just a loud, raw scream of, like, ordering these boys to fucking yeah. put it all in. I don't think we've heard her do that before, so it's great. No, it's good. Um, Okay, we've got another one. This one's a long one, so I'm going to tell you <laughs> when it's done, and we'll tackle the whole thing as a, as okay. a whole piece. I'll so, stay quiet. <laughs> all right. So uh, Omega Rockman says the adventure with Videl and the kids is fun until Broly shows up. After that, it's your typical punchy punch film. The updated father-son Kamehameha is cool even if they don't properly explain how Goku came back, but DBZ movie, so who cares? Overall, watchable but forgettable. On the dub side, it's the Broly film with the worst ADR script. Movie 8 and 11 are surprisingly accurate, so the dubs are actually okay if you watch them with the Kikuchi score. This film is the odd one out with an ADR script more in line with what you'd expect from Funimation at the time. Uh, this is barring any issues you may have with a certain cast member, which, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Kikuchi, while I enjoy the Kamehameha at the end of the track that plays when they launch Broly into the sun is a bit goofy to me. Don't get me wrong, the dub's guitars are way worse. Ow, the edge. <laughs> but this is one of the few times the Kikuchi OST didn't agree with me. And that's the end of what Omega Rockman has yeah, to say. Totally agree with that. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that uh, track too much. Uh, I guess it didn't stand out to me. But it might have been a bit more on the goofy side. I mean, come on, they're blasting the dude into the sun and they already did that before with a movie villain. <laughs> but it was like very like cheerful, like, yeah, we did it kind of thing. Right. Maybe a little premature in celebrating their victory. Yeah. Uh, and I totally forgot. Like, we don't really talk about it, but yeah, fuck fuck Vic. <laughs> Screw that guy. <laughs> yeah. If uh that's that's kind of our stance here for the show. Fuck that dude for being a creepo yeah. and a sexual harasser. Like gotta make that clear. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah, seriously. Uh John Rogers at Magic Box 67 says Goten, Trunks, and Videl are a match made in heaven. Broly is used just sparingly enough and perfectly contrasted with the kid's insanity. Kuroden's role is hilarious, Kikuchi's score during the climax is beautifully somber, and the ambiguity of Goku's appearance is a nice touch. Yeah, that mystery of Goku is pretty it like it like I said, like it's something that if you look too uh, too much into, your brain starts to hurt. Like I don't want to think about all that. It's just nice to see him back for that moment yeah exactly we don't uh he's not really in the movie other than that moment of being called down to to help out which yeah also at this point uh goten has never seen his father so it's odd that he That's sees right. him and is like oh, dad like you don't know <laughs> like obviously well, he, just he looks, looks just like you but i was say just look at a mirror that, that your father dude <laughs> right <Just> taller <laughs> but i mean look who we're dealing with goten is not the smartest kid around exactly yeah he's definitely not but yeah i remember like first seeing the father-son kamehameha and like that was the coolest thing ever like before we got oversaturated with it now I mean, it's mm-hmm. been like 20 years, probably. Has it been 20? Yeah, yeah. Almost 30. Oh, yeah. 94. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, almost 30 years. <laughs> but, uh, no, at the time, when I first discovered it myself, I was like, this is the coolest thing. I want nothing more than this moment. I forever. always wanted people to work together for a fight, and this is so cool. Especially, especially like a beam. Like, I don't think we've seen much of that before. Like, two beams, three beams, let alone, like, you know, combining into one. Right. Yeah, that doesn't happen too often. I think it's only in Maybe movies. Maybe in the movies... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm thinking of movies, too. Yeah, yeah. But not in the series proper. Oh, yeah, movie, too, when it's uh, Roshi and Goku and Krillin. uh, And Krillin, yeah. And then we get it again in Bio Broly. Oh, boy. That's right. (laughs) We're not there yet, though. No, we'll get there. Uh, Oh, yeah. 
Juliet Julie YBM says another film lifted by having Yamauchi Shigiyasu-san's directing. I'm a big fan of his cool, or sorry, I'm a big fan of his use of color. Furthermore, the expanded role for Videl is more than welcomed. I do wish that Broly was involved in the story beyond mere fighting, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're all clamoring for more Videl. I think that's yeah. Fair. I wish I thought, that's why I wish he had more to do in this movie than just kind of be in it. Mm-hmm. I wish she was with the villagers trying to evacuate them and just have more of a plot. Since she's not strong enough to go up against Broly, obviously, make her do something else. Like yeah. that, That's Dragon Ball's biggest problem ever is whenever there's a, a new enemy, the lesser characters get set to the wayside completely. Yeah. But they have, thing, they have things to offer. They're, they can Fighting isn't the only thing that can happen, you know, so. Exactly. I don't it, know. It blows. It does. Uh, Lou at Strongest Human says, My favorite of the classic Broly films because it's legitimately hilarious to watch Goten, Chunks, and Videl clown on the big threatening badass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd say it, it is really fun for a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think, you know, the kids kind of wear out their welcome, but it, having this guy who is this big threat two movies back, and then there's these kids who are able to withstand him, but are just like, ah, let's try some goofy tricks and see if that works. Yeah. I wish there was more goofiness to it. Maybe that's just like my old man. I'm so old now. I'm like, nah, get <laughs> these kids out of here. I'm, I'm done with these kids. Right. But I probably felt different when I was closer to that age. Right. Uh, Michael at Metallic says, I like it for giving Goten and Trunks and Videl the spotlight. The early Blue uh, Boo era flicks were really kind to the kids. And it was also the only time Gohan got to be a hero when he was in high school. And also, he has his best gi to match. Yeah. No, I, I I like his green gi better, but no, this is definitely a cool outfit as well. Oh, yeah. It's super good. Uh, this is also the only time in uh, animation where, or and also the manga, where... Uh, Gohan fights in that outfit. Otherwise, he's only That's training true. in it. And otherwise, then he switches to the Saiyaman outfit. Oh, yeah. You're completely right. And then he goes to, to the Goku outfit after the Kaioshin outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why this looks so special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like like Julie was saying before with like the colors, yeah, this movie, this color is just something about it. Just It looks great in this movie. The great like fog morning scene of Videl finding Broly. Yeah. Looks so good. That shot specifically was so good, man. Such good atmosphere. Shigiyasu yeah. kills it with that. Uh, Ashley Denoa at LFCAD says, A key reason why Z Broly's character is derided is because of this film. I don't really enjoy it, but the Son family Kamehameha is very cool, even if the lore of the dragon balls is ignored and i love how the movie takes the piss out of itself with the piccolo cameo yeah yeah it was definitely just for that reason piccolo only shows up like that just for that sole reason and right yeah i thought it was cool yeah i i'm glad that we got some good out of it uh overall eh like i wouldn't say it's a good movie uh, definitely not in the no. top few. Definitely in the bottom. Like, no, like, uh, Ashley's right is that there's no character from Broly at all in this movie now. It's just gone. Right. Besides Kakarot and all that. I mean, we didn't even get by Broly saying Kakarot once, do we? <laughs> I don't think so. We'll see. I think yeah. he probably says it a one time because Goten's there. He's just naked and sexy in a, in a, in a tub of... <laughs> LCL fluid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, that is what I have from everybody there. So thank you again, everybody. Always love to hear yeah, what you have to you. say. Uh, we'll be really excited to hear what you have to say next time about Bio Broly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Please. Yeah. We'll all have a good all be time. In yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Doug, it is time for some quick random trivia. Are you ready for this? 
as ready as I'm going to be, baby. Oh, is it right. what, what Broly's lines are? Because I can <laughs> tell you that. No, uh, I tried to be a little bit more fun this time. <laughs> okay. Um, so hopefully I have this one right. Somebody could call me out on Twitter and be like, oh, you forgot this. Um, <laughs> what Z fighter, who previously appeared in all the previous Z movies does not feature in this film uh piccolo you well, no, got it i mean i was gonna say because piccolo kind of does not they drew him but it's not actually <laughs> him. him it's delirium right <laughs> he was a very missed character in this one i was like oh man there's no no i mean i think that might have added to it i i don't think the exclusion of piccolo was worth the joke actually now i'm not thinking about it mm. it would have been cool seeing gohan and piccolo teaming up you know you get the oh, Goten yeah. trunks out, out of the way and then go to gohan and piccolo teaming up that would have been cool I would have loved that. That would have been great. Man, you yeah. should have had that. Like, I love the Krillin joke, but I think, yeah, I could have done without it if it meant Piccolo would actually be there. Yeah, exactly. Have have the Piccolo joke, have Krillin get knocked out, and then that's when Piccolo arrives. It's like, now it's time for the real deal. Oh, man, and seeing Piccolo drawn so well, like this movie is drawn, mm-hmm. like seeing him fight. Just like that, that shot from oh, the that... back of him with the cape moving was just so cool yeah, looking yeah but can you imagine like you know how, how many how gohan has so many awesome looking fight scenes just to think that piccolo would have had that too if he was in this mm-hmm. oh man you know how many avs would have been made with piccolo in this movie oh my god i mean it would so have given good. me the same vibes as uh gohan and piccolo working together in the tournament of power and super where it's like yeah finally they're working together this is rad <laughs> i don't recall that seemed <laughs> I know you're not a fan of that arc, so I, it's fair. I think I scrubbed that for AMV clips, and that wasn't that satisfying. So if he was in this one, it would have been way better. <laughs> uh, all right, here's number two. This one might be hard, because this is probably the first time you've ever heard of this. It was the first time for me. In the Philippines, this movie was combined with another and released as Dragon Ball Z, the movie. What was the other movie in that re-edit? What? Yeah. Was it the first Broly movie? It was movie eight and yeah, this. That, that make, Wait, no, that nope. makes sense though. It's wrong. That's wrong. I got it wrong. That's not correct. You got it wrong. It's uh, this and Bio Broly. Don't tell me it's Bio Broly. <laughs> 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 of all the movies to combine, <laughs> eight, eight and ten makes sense, but ten and eleven—that doesn't make any sense at all. There's, there's two completely different movies. Yeah. Well, that's just how they roll there only consistency is that weird shaman guy in the beginning from the village. He's in both movies for some reason. Yeah, it's. I, I thought I guess he was so cool. The, we we gotta bring him back for eleven. Gotta bring. He chanted. He had a staff. His head, red <laughs> eyes. Everyone loved him. He was the favorite character of that whole movie. We got so many letters. So like, man, I love that guy. Really wish he'd show up again. Just keep blabbering. Obachaman, Obachaman, whatever, whatever he said. I don't know what it was. I think it was supposed to be gibberish. Travel, but I don't yeah. know gibberish. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, that was fun. We learned some things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very true. I learned. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We love interacting with you and keeping you in the conversation, talking about our favorite franchise in the world, hearing what you had to say about movies and things like that. So continue with it. We love it. Um, if you want to let us what you want to let us know, what yeah, you want to do. Yeah, I know English. <laughs> Uh, you can always feel free to reach out to us. You can tweet at us uh, at we got a pod. You can email us at we got a pod at gmail.com. I'm still waiting to get that first email from Doug. He promised me. And so far, I? nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. I want it to be real heartfelt. I want it to tug at uh, my, 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 my internet. My internet's broken. It's, oh. it's gone. Oh, that's weird yeah. that I can still talk to you. I don't know how we're recording right now, but yeah, you know. Real weird. Uh, Doug, are you going to read the super manga? Didn't think so. Not anytime soon, baby. Uh, just to let you know, 
uh, Piccolo Daimao is on the scene, and Tambourine just got killed, and also Goku's about to get his ass whooped. So, are you saying things that are real? Maybe. Don't spoil it for me. That's a big spoiler. Um, what? Uh, what? <laughs> How do you not know? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know that. Also, I forgot that uh, Tambourine was voiced by Ryusei Nakao. So. That's yeah, very isn't fun. that wild? Yeah, it's uh, it's OG good. Frieza. OG Frieza, <laughs> he's back, but before that, because time is how this works. You mean you're you're talking about your rewatch of Dragon Ball, right? Like that's yeah. where you're at. Yeah, uh, I, th- I thought you were saying something about Super for some reason that like they were back in Super. No, man, a Tambourine came back. Oh shit! That's what I was so wondering. Yeah, like what are you talking about? <laughs> Why would he be back? No, I was just moving into you know my side of the bargain was I was gonna finally gotcha. watch Dragon Ball. Gotcha. But... Now I want to see that in Super, actually. Just Piccolo Daima be back for some reason. That would be sick. Um, <laughs> thank you to Rifty Beats for letting us use his track, Kakarot Theme Hip Hop Trap Remix. You can find it and all of his other great tracks uh, on SoundCloud. Just look for Rifty. Uh, you will find it. It is good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to our sponsors and all of that. Doug, uh, where can the people find you? Uh, Jabaz Doug on all the popular social medias. Hell yeah. You can find me at Saber underscore Breaker. Uh, give me a shout. Give me a follow. Uh, Tell me how great I am. It's how I thrive. It's how you live. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, please subscribe to the show. Tell your friends. Post a review. It super helps us out. Tweet about the show. Uh, That would be great. Tell your friends that you're listening to this. You like it. We're authoritative dudes, kind of. And uh, we know what we're talking about. And we love (laughs) the show. We don't scream. Yeah, we're not yeah, angry about should, it. We can say that. I don't yeah. know how, how authoritative I am. I've, I've, I'm a veteran, <laughs> but... I think that's well enough. I think that's okay. Thanks. Uh, so, thanks, and uh, check us out in a couple of weeks. And in the meantime, get vaccinated and wear a mask. We'll see you on the third coming. Oh.